All right, welcome to the Buff and Blue Review. David Korn and I are live here on WRGW. Well, are we? Well, okay, we are live <laughs> in the studio. Are this we? Will, uh, yeah, it's not live at all, is it? No, Whatever. we are coming to you from the uh, District, District D116. Yeah, we just had a great interview in here that we're going to walk in in a moment uh, with Maddie Loader, Kiara Frames, and Sierra Bell, the three seniors at GW. Well, Kiara and Sierra are grad students, but this is their senior night as well. Um, it, 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 I think it's the best interview we've had on the show. It was a lot of fun. They all had like so much personality. We learned some really cool stuff. I think yeah. the we learned a lot of insights on this team. I think it was definitely one of my favorites to do, and I think it is definitely a must-listen for any basketball fan just to kind of hear about some of the inner workings of a Division One program. They were so great with us. It was just a ton of fun, and they have a big game against LaSalle coming up where they're going to try and get some momentum heading into the A-10 tournament. Yeah, so LaSalle is going to go up against GW. That is Saturday night, uh, Saturday afternoon, actually. Saturday at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. This is the last game of the regular season. It would be really good for this team to go out with a bang. I mean, yeah. I mean, because I, I believe they are locked into the pillow fight. Yeah, they're, they are in a position where they're going to be one of the bottom four teams. But I think that they're going in with momentum better. would be great. Yeah, they're also, if better. they can get the 11, that's still in play. Yeah. That would be big. I think they're better than the bottom two teams, uh, Mason and St. Bonaventure. I think that they should be able to get out of that first round. Mm-hmm. But momentum is everything in sports. Uh, getting a win against LaSalle would be huge. LaSalle, a respectable women's basketball program. Their current record in conference is strong. Out of conference is also strong. If it would please come up for me on my phone. Yeah, they're definitely one of the, the top, like, five or six teams yeah. in the conference. Eight so and they, six in conference. They're kind of below, like, the UMass, Fordham, URI, yes. Dayton group, but they are definitely not to be overlooked. Yeah, they're eight and six in conference. Out of conference wins against Penn, St. Francis. Yeah. We talk UMass. about tiers a lot. They're the so- they're top of the middle tier. Yeah, they're, they're a team that's more developed than we are, so a win against them would be huge. So that, I think, is kind of enough from us. We don't want to yeah. take any more time away from you guys for listening to this interview, so let's kick it to past us and Kiara, Maddie, and Sierra. All right, guys, welcome back to the Buff and Blue Review. Uh, we are joined by all of the uh, seniors and grad students on the GW women's basketball team right before their senior day. Super exciting. We're with Kara Frames. Sierra Bell and Maddie Loader. Guys, how are you doing today? Doing good. Doing <laughs> I'm good. good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, we're doing great. Uh, so obviously senior night is, or senior day, I guess, is on Saturday. Uh, are you guys excited? Would you say there's sort of any added pressure on you guys? Anything like that? I'd say it's bittersweet. Um, I just feel like just like the basketball, my basketball collegiate career is just coming to end. So it's really uh, sad, I'd say. But I'm really looking forward to the future it holds for me. So I'm sure you guys do too. Yeah, I say I think that, you know, as a grad student, you know, last year was it, I also had a senior night, but it wasn't as emotional because I knew I had an extra year, but now it's like the real thing. So I think uh, kind of all those emotions that I didn't get a chance to experience the first time I'm feeling right now um, in a locker room, you know, our, our coaches just surprised with a, like a senior video um, and it definitely brought up some feelings of like, wow, like this is our last home game like of our career. So it's a crazy feeling, honestly, but I'm grateful for it. Yeah, um, I'm actually the only one who's been here all four years, so it's, like, a weird feeling to also be the (laughs) only one. Like, I'm very happy to share this with these guys, and, like, there's nobody I would want to share it with. Um, But it's it's been a journey, so it's, like, kind of coming up to the end is a very weird feeling. Um, 
feel like I haven't processed it fully. Like once it's over, I'm gonna be like, oh boy. <laughs> but for now, I'm like, oh, it's senior day, yay. <laughs> Yeah. So you mentioned being the longest tenured member of this team. What's it like in your senior year playing with so many new faces? It's been fun, you know, like every year um, we've fortunately and unfortunately had a lot of turnover, but it's like I think about how many people that I know in my career because of GW basketball. Um, it's it's really been fun, like getting to know these guys um, and seeing our team like kind of melt and combine throughout the year. And you just see so much growth from day one to like, Today at practice, like there was, there's just a lot that's been really fun about this journey, um, and I get to know a lot of cool new people that I wouldn't have met without it. So, uh, yeah. So, Kieran, Sierra, you guys uh, obviously transferred from Albany and then Purdue Fort Wayne. Can you talk about some of the differences you've experienced from those programs and GW? Um, yeah, most definitely. Um, Coach McCombs, you know, we played in the same conference. She was at Stony Brook, so I wasn't. I didn't know her as a person, but I was, you know, well aware of who she was um, and having the opportunity to play for a coach that, you know, I've had to compete against, is, it was an honor. Um, I've always looked up to the way she coached, her coaching style, the way she handled her team at Stony Brook um, and being able to be a point guard for her because she was a guard as well when she played. Um, I think it's just helped my game develop a lot. Um, at Albany, you know, I definitely had some great experiences there. Um, I was a little bit far from home, so I, I would tend to get homesick. And I think being able to be 40 minutes away from home now uh, it just definitely allowed me to focus more on basketball and, and be where my feet are. Um, and kind of like what Maddie said, like coming here, I've met some great people along the way. Um, and, you know, I'm just I'm grateful for the opportunity. Um, for me, I'd have to say the same, pretty much like just meeting new people. And I think just like being in a city, like I think that was really, really different for me. Um, and then like just the, our coaches, like I really admire what they've done with us. Like they've pushed us to a limit that I've never been pushed before. So. I'm going to forever remember this experience just being here and meeting everyone. So, yeah. So, when you guys chose GW last year in the portal, and Maddie, when you chose it, what, four years ago now? Five years. Five yeah. years. I committed February 2017. Hey. What <laughs> brought you guys to, you know, GW? What attracted you guys to this campus? Yeah, I guess I should go first since yeah. it was literally so long ago. Yeah, Nothing even looks the same anymore. Like <laughs> we just we were talking about this senior video that our coaches just pulled for us, and mine was like four years of like all the stuff. And you look at the, the Smith Center, and it's completely different. And like I also look completely different, so it was just like fun to see all that. But um, yeah, I mean, when I stepped on campus, I knew literally the moment that I came on here that I wanted to go to GW. I said to my parents, and quote it, you can quote me on it. I don't care if they don't offer me a scholarship. I'm going here regardless. <laughs> so I knew. Fortunately, they did offer me a scholarship, and I got to play for four years. But um, I, I just love GW. I love the city. Um, you know, I, I think about it all the time where I'm like, you know, when I'm, like, going through anything ever, like, I can't just go walk down to the monuments after this. Like, what am I going <laughs> to do? So I just, like, I love GW. I really love the city parts. I loved, I mean, I graduated in three years, so I, I'll have a degree from here. Um, it's been great, you know. It's the school, it's the academics, it's the atmosphere. That was really what drew me. Also basketball, but that was. Uh, I'd say for me, my yeah, mine was completely different. <laughs> uh, uh, well, for me, like I never got the opportunity to like come and visit, but you know, like I said before, just talking to the coaching staff over the phone, like that whole process was just really phenomenal for me. And then when I first got here, I was like, eh, you know, the little city area. I'm not used to it, but. I really do like D.C. Like, I'm moving here as soon as I'm done with school. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I really enjoyed being here. So, 
Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, kind of what I touched upon earlier, um, I'm 40 minutes away from here. Um, and I've actually never, like, been to GW campus, like, walked around. I used to come here when I was a little kid to go to GW basketball camps, but that was the only time I've actually been on campus to, like, see things. Um, and coming here was actually super hard for me. It was a hard decision to make. You know, I spent all four years at Albany. Um, coming out of high school, you know, I'm a 5'2 guard. It wasn't too many D1 schools looking at me. And that coach, you know, she gave me a chance. Um, so I kind of felt like I was stuck between a rock and a hard place, like leaving my old coach to come play for a coach we used to play against. So I'm sitting here like, I got to make a tough decision. But kind of like what Sierra said, uh, the coaching staff, you know, they've been very genuine from the start. Um, I think that them talking to me, like, during the process and all that, you know, they definitely uh, showed me, you know, that they care about me beyond just being a basketball player. And for me, that's what really mattered. Um, like, this is our family. You know, we, we rarely get to go home. Maddie's family's in Minnesota. So the people here, you know, that's all you have in certain moments of your life. And I think that for them, you know, they've played a key role in my life and helped me grow as, a, as an adult. Um, so I think, like, that's what really attracted me to GW. And like Maddie said, campus is beautiful. And I'm, I'm right here in D.C., so... <laughs> Yeah, no, that's definitely cool playing close to home. And you played, you went to the GW basketball camps, and now you're playing for them. That's awesome. Like, that's such a, <laughs> that's so cool. Exactly. Um, so, um, you guys have obviously been a defensive juggernaut this year under Coach McCombs. What's it been like playing under a coach who prioritizes defense so much? Like, what's it like in practice? How it, oh, uh, let, let's dig into that. Um, how are the in-game adjustments with her on the defensive end, especially, if you guys could just touch on that? Uh, I'd say, like, in the summer, you would think, like, ugh. Here we go again. Like, every day is just defense, defense, defense. But, like, today it's just, like, it really pays off. Like, just her hounding us the entire summer, the entire preseason, like, it's finally paying off. And so, at first it just seems like a lot. But <laughs> as practice goes on, you know, you really appreciate it because it's, like, we're holding teams under numbers that they aren't used to. So, I, I mean, now I love defense. I didn't like it at first, but I'm loving it now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, I also came at Albany, you know, we focus a lot on defense too, but I think that coming here, like Coach McComb, she brings a, a different type of definition to defensive yeah. intensity. <laughs> like, it's it's a priority for her, and no matter how good you are on offense, if your defense is lacking, You're you know, it, yeah, it needs to get fixed. Um, And I think that's what I love about her. You know, I like Sierra, you know, <laughs> defense, defense was something that I did not – particularly enjoy but I think now it's something that fires me up like in the yeah. game like if I'm getting a stop on defense I'm fired up someone else on the team is gonna stop on defense we're fired, fired up. up so I think that she shifted our perspective entirely on like defense and I feel like that is our identity defense has become GW identity yeah I mean obviously I've been here under a different coach as well and she also prioritized defense but it was just kind of a different way that defense was prioritized so with this we have like very tangible things so every game we have our defensive numbers and that basically tells us if we're going to win or lose the game and it does mm -hmm. like we she told us that from day one that our defense is going to win us games our offense is going to tell us by how much and mm -hmm. I see that quoted everywhere so I hate to say it again but <laughs> whatever um, but yeah, I mean, we, we've just shifted, like our, our bench is very excited when we get defensive stops. I mean, almost just as excited as we get when we score buckets. Like yeah. it's, we just all have so bought into the idea that defense truly is our identity. So it's been really fun to be a part of something like that. Yeah. So you guys had one season with McCombs and then obviously played for other college coaches, high school coaches. Where does she rank amongst all the other coaches you've had in your careers? And who, who are the other coaches that have, like, influenced you the most, you know, uh, besides McCombs? Maybe not rank, but... <laughs> I was like, uh, this is a weird place to get into. No, no, not rank, but... Uh, <laughs> that's 
not okay. Is she going to be listening to this? Just where, where does she fit? Who else have you enjoyed playing for besides McCombs is really what I'm trying to work towards. I have don't an unpopular them, opinion. <laughs> I really enjoyed playing for Jen Rosati, and I know that's going to be an unpopular opinion, but she brought me here, and I'm, like, so indebted to her. Um, oh, I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> I really do love her. Like, she, she brought the best out of me, and... Like brought me to GW, so like I wouldn't be here without her. And yeah, also my high school coach. I had a really great high school coach my last two years, and she just like I, I am who I am because of those two women. And like I love playing for strong, powerful women. And Coach McCombs is another powerful woman that I really enjoy playing for. Are you still in touch with Coach Rosati now that she's at the Connecticut Sun? I am. I Amazing. am. Yes. Um, I would say for me. I went to JUCO, so I really enjoyed my JUCO coach. He was phenomenal. He was a very detailed coach. Um, my high school coach, he was really, he helped me along the way as well. But I would say Coach McCombs is really like, I don't even know what to say. Like she, I feel like she's held me, held me like accountable, like off the court. And I feel like just having that, just growing up as a, me being a woman, I feel like I will always honor her for that reason. Like, I, even the entire coaching staff, like, not even just her, like, to, the entire coaching staff, like, they're different. I've never had, like, a a coaching staff that genuinely cared for us on and off the court. And you can just tell when they interact with us. So, raise high. Raise <laughs> high. Go buff and blue. Yeah. Um, I have two coaches in particular that definitely um, – they sit real heavy on my heart. Uh, it was my one of my first AAU coaches, uh, Tanisha Turner, and she was kind of the first one to tell me, like, your height doesn't matter. Yeah, I used to be very discouraged by being, like, a, the smallest guard on the floor, getting my shot blocked all the time, and she kind of instilled in me that it's always, like, heart over height. It doesn't matter. Like, you're going to go play D1 basketball somewhere. I had no offers, barely any offers going into my senior year of high school. So she was just saying, like, stay humble, stay hungry, and keep working. And when I, that's when I ran into my high school coach, uh, Frank Oliver, and he was coaching with me when I played for Team Takeover. Uh, he brought me to McNamara. So he was someone that believed in me from the jump. He brought me with him his first year in at McNamara. Um, he started me at point guard for his team. And, you know, just having people that believe in you like that, uh, it, it keeps you motivated. And I think those two coaches right there, they, uh, they, they gave me a different type of motivation to go and prove a point. Um, so I'm forever thankful for them. Coach McCombs, you know, again, when I went to transfer portal, you know, her – playing against me and wanting me to come play for her, that meant a lot to me because that means that, you know, while she's watching me play, she saw some type of talent in me. And, you know, I'm grateful for the opportunity because she didn't have to bring me here. So, yeah. Yeah, so talking about that again, about playing for the coach who you went against for your entire kind of career at Albany, what was that first, like, in-person meeting like? Uh, was there like, sort of like a mutual respect? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The first time I spoke to her on the phone, I was like, wow, I didn't know you sounded like this. Like her, <laughs> yeah, her, I was, I was expecting to hear like some like kind of like intimidating like person, but she's just like a human. Like, I, I don't know. It, it kind of was a, a surprising moment for me that I'm talking to the coach that your players just trapped me in the corner and y'all want we went to <laughs> overtime and you just beat my team. So it's like, it was kind of awkward having to have those type of conversations, but, um, I enjoyed it. You know, she's, uh, She's funny. She has like a, a very, you know, sarcastic kind of mm -hmm. sense of humor. And I think that's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that was kind of like the first like kind of feel I got for her. Um, but I definitely like enjoyed my first interaction with Coach McCombs. She's cool. Yeah, so on and off the court, what have some of the highlights been from your GW careers, whether it was three years or four, what have you guys enjoyed <laughs> most? 
<laughs> I got a lot of memories I got to sort through. Um, I mean, for this year specifically, um, we got to play at Williams Arena um, in Minnesota, which was like something I've been looking forward to for literally years. Um, when I was a junior in high school, it was the last time I ever played at Williams Arena. We won our state championship there. And like having that really full circle moment from high school to my senior year of college was I like cried the entire trip and like it sounds <laughs> like it was not a good trip but I it was like just so emotional to like be there like we had the team at my house like I got to meet my cat like it was, <laughs> it was just like there was so many emotions and I was so happy and like it was just that was like one of my favorite off the court but also on the court memories um I also my favorite on the court this was completely on the court was the Memphis game my sophomore year um, where we went to Memphis, beat them there. On my was buzzer beater. Um, my what? Yeah, <laughs> just just like the whole lead up to that game, like we had a bunch of injuries, and Coach Rosati was like, "Maddie, you got to step up. Like, go for it. Like, it's your time." And I was like, "Okay." And she kind of yelled at me, and I was kind of freaked out. And I go off and like had literally the game of my career. And I remember saying to her after the game, I was like, "Are you gonna start yelling at me more?" She was like, "Yes." I was like, "Okay. You know what? <laughs> it worked." <laughs> But, like, getting to experience that and, like, getting to see Miowa in that setting was also awesome. Um, yeah, that's my favorite basketball memory. Important follow-up. What's the name of your cat? Is she cute? Do you have a picture? <laughs> my cat's name is Lloyd. Um, <laughs> he is the light of my life. He, um, how old is he? He's, like, seven. He's named after Carly Lloyd, um, the soccer player. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I got him right after she had the hat trick um, against Japan. Um, Yes, I have many pictures, like so many. It's really bad, but yes. Uh, and everyone knows I love Lloyd. Lloyd actually had a cutout at Smith Center during the COVID year. So he was the fan of the game one game. Like, <laughs> I like can't go more than like a day without talking about Lloyd. So thank you for bringing him up. <laughs> um, I would say that my favorite off the court moment, it's not, it's not really a moment. I would say it's kind of been the, the bond I've been able to create with our sophomore point guard, Aria. Um, I've never been able to kind of be in a role where I can connect with someone else in my position and we feed off each other. You know, Aria is a very strong-headed, like, lion-hearted point guard. Uh, and she's taught me a few things. You know, at the start of the season, I was struggling. Um, I wasn't, like, kind of getting a feel for this conference, the new pace, how things went. And I actually had to sit back and, and I had to watch a sophomore point guard show me the way. Uh, so I think that she's given me a very, you know, humbling experience to understand that no matter how old you are, you know, you still have a lot to learn. Um, but I really enjoy, you know, the way I've been able to, to interact with her, the way we've been able to play on the court together and how we've been able to connect off the floor as well. Um, my favorite in-game moment had to be our first conference win. Now, I've only been here, I've been here for one year. So uh, I think that was probably a very special moment. You know, we were 0 and what, 0 and 8? We were 0-8 prior to our first win, and we got one stolen from us when we were at St. Bonnie's, and it was like, we're not going to let this happen again. And I think that's just the beginning of when we saw what this team was really capable of. And, you know, that was a special moment to be a part of, our first 8-10 win. So that's probably my favorite moment. Um, I would say for me, I don't really have, like, a favorite moment off the court. I think just being able to, like, I know I've played a lot of basketball, man. I've came across a lot of people. But, like, I feel like I've literally met people that will probably be in my wedding one day. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just be, being able to create, like, bonds with different people, different personalities, different cultures. Like, I just feel like that's just one thing you'll always be able to have with you once it's all said and done. Um, and then on the court, 
Oh man, I want to say I have a couple. Um, when we beat Old Dominion, that was a that was a really really like team win. Like that was a really good one. And then I would say, like you said, the Duquesne game. That was that was a tough win, but it was on the road. They were both on the road, so those are just the best wins to get. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so those are uh, obviously a ton of great memories. Uh, Kira, one I'm surprised you didn't mention your thousandth point. Oh, that's too key. Can you just talk about that when you scored that against VCU a few weeks ago? Uh, like what that meant for you, kind of what that accomplishment was really all about. Um, I think it just reminded me of how old I was, honestly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow, I've been playing college basketball long enough to score a thousand points. Like, good Lord. Um, but I think that what made the moment more special was the fact that I didn't know that I was about to hit the 1,000 point until I heard the bench go crazy after I made the free throw. Um, and, you know, that was, a, that was probably the best part of that, just seeing how uh, my teammates were so happy for me. Uh, I got lots of love from my family and friends uh, when I put it on social media. Um, but I just feel like that's probably one of the, you know, biggest milestones you can, you can, you can get as a, as a college basketball player. Um, I was very happy to be someone that could do that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a special moment. And yeah. yeah, you guys mentioned that win against Duquesne. We were watching all three of those games: the Bonaventure, <laughs> VCU, and Duquesne. And you guys just kept coming so close. Yeah. What was it like to like finally break through there? Uh, pound the stone, it kid. It was a pound the stone. Pound the stone, <laughs> kid. No, we've just like coaches always just instilled in us like it's a process. So just doing the little things, we know we knew like one day it was gonna happen, but. You know, to finally see it happen at me and against Duquesne, like if only you guys knew like the backstory behind that that game. But just having that win over them, I mean, I I think it it came at the right timing. Like it was it was perfect timing. Still, like to this day, we still have a lot of work to do. So um, moving forward, gotta keep pounding the stone, kid. Uh, you mentioned a backstory. Uh, <laughs> just a little feisty. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Julian. <laughs> They're about to find this on the internet. Yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. knew it. So um, going off that, though, I'm surprised Pound the Stone hadn't come up uh, mm -hmm. earlier. <laughs> um, what does that mean to you guys? <laughs> Pound the Stone. Well, it started off in the summer. <laughs> yeah, when we got here, Coach McCombs, like, that's her thing. Like, Pound the Stone, if you... Google that, Coach McCones will pop up. Like, <laughs> she is pound the stone. She um, is. Nick is confirming right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, that's the, yeah, when she told us that when she was at Stony Brook, um, that's the book that she, uh, she gave to her team. And, you know, she continues to do that. Uh, so every summer, like, when we came in for workouts, we would have, like, this, a summary of, like, what we read in the chapters and stuff. And I think that once we actually saw the message behind that mm -hmm. book, uh, it, it really resonated with a lot of us. Uh, the main character in the book, you know, he was he was on the playing basketball as well, and he was going through some things, and stuff was just not going his way. Uh, I think that on, during the season, no matter how hard we work, things were just not going our way. Mm -hmm. And every single game, she said, "We just got to keep pounding the stone, keep pounding the stone." Yep. And when we got to that Duquesne game, it was like we, we finally broke through. <laughs> you know, we broke through, and then we continued to have some success after. You know, we we lost the game, but again. You know, the season's not over. And mm -hmm. I think just us, you know, to see that, you know, the process does matter. And if you continue to believe in, you know, your morals and, and what you have instilled in yourself, like you can accomplish anything. Um, and, like, we're that underdog team. You know, our record doesn't mm -hmm. speak for our talent. Our record doesn't speak for what we have left. And I think that's just what Coach McCombs is all about. Don't let the numbers fool you. We're still yep. here to play. <laughs> we're just getting started, actually. Yeah, we're just getting started. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, you say you're just getting started. A10 tournament coming yep. up after the LaSalle game. We're going to be there calling that. We're super excited. Hey. Um, are, how are you guys feeling heading into it? I'm feeling great. I just feel like, like she said, the our, our record doesn't mean anything. I mean, it's a new game for everyone. So, I mean, if we just come play our best game, we have nothing to worry about. We're a defensive team. <laughs> so, yeah. So this chapter of your careers may be ending, but there's obviously a lot more to come from you guys as athletes and as people. So the heavy question for every college student, what's next after G-Dub? I actually have a year of eligibility left. So. Will you be returning? Oh, that is not a question I can answer All right, right I, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think basketball is definitely still there. Um, you know, we'll just kind of see how that plays out. Um, I don't think I can be done with basketball. Like, these two are both fifth years, and I was like, I will be doing that. No worries, guys. <laughs> can't let it go. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the plan as of right now is one more year of basketball. Yes. Uh, we were just having this conversation in locker room, like, talking about, like, what are we going to do, like, with all this free time? And, like, for me, I've learned that I need structure. Um, something I've really enjoyed doing was I did ROTC when I was at Albany, and I've really loved to just – I mean, I've, I've come to love, like, military – uh, so for me, I'm thinking about going to the Air Force after this, going in as an officer. Uh, I'm still going to leave my options open to playing overseas, possibly, like once I'm done, to see you know what that's looking like. Um, but I think I want to go be an officer in the Air Force after this. Wow. Yeah, I think for me, I really enjoy like coaching, like getting into that stuff. So probably get into that area. Are we going to see Sierra Bell, graduate assistant at GW? Uh, mm, that's a little. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, though. But definitely, I really do enjoy, like, the whole coaching part. Um, I, like, like, I really enjoy watching kids play basketball. So just, like, that whole recruiting process, I really want to get into stuff like that. So hopefully moving forward, I can snag a job somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you guys were amazing today. Thank you for coming in. Good luck against LaSalle, and we'll be there cheering you guys on against LaSalle. And we have some of our correspondents going to – Delaware, right? Yeah, we have Scott Rosenberg and Ari for making the trip up to Delaware. They're there as long as you guys are. Okay. So let's, let's give them a nice stay. Yeah. They want to miss time. Time to pack heavy. Pack heavy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so uh, I think we're good. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Thank, Thank you for you. having Thank us. You. That was